Second Chronicles chapter 26. All the people of Judah took Uzziah, who was 16 years old, and made him king in place of his father Amaziah. He built Elob and restored it to Judah after Amaziah, the king, rested with his fathers. Uzziah was 16 years old when he became king and reigned 52 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jecoliah from Jerusalem. He did what was right in the Lord's sight, as his father Amaziah had done. He sought God throughout the entire lifetime of Zechariah. He sought God throughout the lifetime of Zechariah the teacher of the fear of God. During the time that he sought the Lord, God gave him success. During the time that he sought the Lord, he, God gave, during the time that he sought the Lord, God gave him success. Uzziah went out to wage war against the Pharisees. Uzziah went out to wage war against the Philistines. Uzziah went out to wage war against the Philistines, and he tore down the wall of Gath, the wall of Jabna, and the wall of Ashdod. Then he built cities in the vicinity of Ashdod and among the Philistines. God helped him against the Philistines, the Arabs that live in Gerbael, and the Meunites. The Ammonites gave Uzziah tribute money, and his fame spread as far as the entrance of Egypt, for God made him very powerful. Uzziah built towers in Jerusalem at the corner gate, the valley gate, and the corner buttress, and he fortified them, since he had many cattle, both in the Judean foothills and the plain. He built towers in the desert and dug many wells. And since he was a lover of the soil, he had farmers and vine dressers in the hills and in the fertile lands. Uzziah had an army equipped for combat that went out to war by division according to their assignments. As recorded by J. Eel, the court secretary, and Masaiah, the official under the authority of Hananiah, one of the king's commanders, the total number of heads of families was 2,600 brave warriors. Under the authority under their authority, was an army of 307,500. 
equipped for combat, a powerful force to help the king against the enemy. Uzziah provided the entire army with shields, spears, helmets, armor, bows, and sling stones. He made skillfully designed devices in Jerusalem to shoot arrows and catapult large stones for use on the towers and on the corners. So his fame spread even to distant places, for he was marvelously helped until he became strong. But when he became strong, he grew arrogant, and it led to his own destruction. He acted unfaithfully against the Lord, his God, by going into the Lord's sanctuary to burn incense on the incense altar. Azariah, the priest, along with 80 brave priests of the Lord, went in after him. They took their stand against King Uzziah and said, Uzziah, you have no right to offer incense to the Lord. Only the consecrated priests, the descendants of Aaron, have the right to offer incense. Leave the sanctuary, for you have acted unfaithfully. You will not receive honor from the Lord God. Uzziah, with a firepan in his hand to offer incense, was enraged. But when he became enraged with the priests in the presence of the priests in the Lord's temple, beside the altar of incense, a skin disease broke out on his forehead. Then Azariah, the chief priest, and all the priests turned to him and saw that he was diseased on his forehead. They rushed him out of there. He himself also hurried to get out because the Lord had afflicted him So King Uzziah was diseased to the time of his death. He lived in quarantine with the serious skin disease and was excluded from access to the Lord's temple. While his son, Jotham, was king over the king's household, governing the people of the land. Now, the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos wrote about the rest of the events of Uzziah's reign from beginning to end. Uzziah rested with his fathers, and he was buried with his fathers in the burial ground of the king's cemetery. For they said, He has a skin disease. His son Jotham became king in his place. Revelation 
chapter 13. And I saw a beast coming up out of the sea. He had ten horns and seven heads. On his horns were ten diadems, and on his heads were blasphemous names. The beast I saw was like a leopard. His feet were like a bear's, and his mouth was like a lion's mouth. The dragon gave him his power, his throne, and great authority. One of his heads appeared to be fatally wounded, but his fatal wound was healed. The whole earth was amazed and followed the beast. They worshipped the dragon because he gave authority to the beast. And they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast? Who is able to wage war against him? A mouth was given to him to speak boasts and blasphemies. He was also given authority to act for 42 months. He began to speak blasphemies against God, to blaspheme his name and his dwelling. Those who dwell in heaven. And he was permitted to wage war against the saints and to conquer them. He was also given authority over every tribe, people, language, and nation. All those who live on the earth will worship him. Everyone whose name was not written from the foundation of the world in the book of life of the Lamb who was slaughtered. If anyone has an ear, he should listen. If anyone is destined for captivity, into captivity, he goes. If anyone is to be killed with a sword, with the sword he will be killed. This demands the perseverance and faith of the saints. Then I saw another beast coming out of the earth. He had two horns like a lamb, but he sounded like a dragon. He exercises all the authority of the first beast on behalf. He exercises all the authority of the first beast on his behalf and compels the earth and those who live on it to worship the first beast whose fatal wound was healed. He also performs great signs even causing fire to come down from heaven to earth in front of people. He deceives those who live on the earth because of the signs that he is permitted to perform on behalf 
of the beast, telling those who live on the earth to make an image of the beast who had the sword wound and yet lived. He was permitted to give a spirit to the image of the beast so that the image of the beast could both speak and cause whoever would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. And he requires everyone, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to be given a mark on his right hand or on his forehead so that no one can buy or sell unless he has the mark, the beast's name, or the number of his name. Here is wisdom, the one who has understanding must calculate the number of the beast because it is the number of a man. His number is 666. Zechariah chapter 9. The word of the Lord is against the land of Hadrach and Damascus as its resting place for the eyes of men and all the tribes of Israel are on the Lord and also against Hamath, which borders it, as well as Tyre and Sidon, though they are very shrewd. Tyre has built herself a fortress. She has heaped up silver like dust and gold like the dirt of the streets. Listen, the Lord will impoverish her and cast her wealth into the sea. She herself will be consumed by fire. Ashkelon will see it and be afraid. Gaza too, and will writhe in great pain, as will Ekron, for her hope will fail. There will cease to be a king in Gaza, and Ashkelon will become uninhabited. A mongrel people will live in Ashdod, and I will destroy the pride of the Philistines. I will remove the blood from their mouths and the detestable things from between their teeth, then they too will become a remnant for our God. They will become like a clan in Judah and Ekron like the Jebusites. I will set up camp at my house against an army, against those who march back and forth, and no oppressor will march against them again. For now I have seen with my own eyes. 
Rejoice greatly, daughter Zion, shout in triumph, daughter Jerusalem. Look, your king is coming to you. He is righteous and victorious, humble and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. I will cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the horse from Jerusalem. The bow of war will be removed, and he will proclaim peace to the nations. His dominion will extend from sea to sea, from the Euphrates River to the ends of the earth. As for you, because of the blood of your covenant, I will release your prisoners from the waterless cistern. Return to a stronghold, you prisoners who have hope. Today, I declare that I will restore double to you, for I will bend Judah as my bow. I will fill that bow with Ephraim. I will rouse your sons, Zion, against your sons, Greece. I will make you like a warrior's sword. Then the Lord will appear over them, and his arrow will fly like lightning. The Lord God will sound the trumpet and advance with the southern storms. The Lord of hosts will defend them. They will consume and conquer with sling stones. They will drink and be rowdy as if with wine. They will be as full as the sprinkling basin, like those at the corners of the altar. The Lord, their God, will save them on that day as the flock of his people, for they are like jewels in a crown, sparkling over his land, how lovely and beautiful they will be. Grain will make the young men flourish, and new wine the young women. The Gospel according to John, chapter 12. Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany where Lazarus was the one Jesus had raised from the dead. So they gave a dinner for him there. Martha was serving them, and Lazarus was one of those reclining at the table with him. Then Mary took a pound of fragrant oil, pure and expensive nard, Appointed, anointed 
Mary took a pound of fragrant oil, pure and expensive, anointed Jesus' feet and wiped his feet with her hair. So the house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. Then one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, who was about to betray him, said, Why wasn't this fragrant oil sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? He didn't say this because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. He was in charge of the money bag and would steal part of what was put in it. Jesus answered, leave her alone. She has kept it for the day of my burial. For you always have the poor with you but you do not always have me. Leave her alone. She has kept it for the day of my burial. For you always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. Then a large crowd of the Jews learned he was there. They came not only because of Jesus, but also to see Lazarus, the one he had raised from the dead. Therefore, the chief priests decided to kill Lazarus also, because he was the reason many of the Jews were deserting them and believing in Jesus. The next day, when the large crowd that had come to the festival heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, they took palm branches and went out to meet him. They kept shouting, Hosanna, he Who comes in the name of the Lord is the Blessed One, the King of Israel. Hosanna, he who comes in the name of the Lord is the Blessed One, the King of Israel. Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, just as it is written. Fear no more, daughter Zion. Look, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's coat. His disciples did not understand these things at first. However, when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things had been written about him and that they had done these things to him. Meanwhile, the crowd which had been with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead, continued to testify. This is also why the crowd met him, because they heard he had done this sign. 
Then the Pharisees said to one another, You see, you've accomplished nothing. Look, the world has gone after him. Now some of the Greeks were also among those who went up to worship at the festival. Now some Greeks were among those who went up to worship at the festival. So they came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and requested of him, Sir, we want to see Jesus. Philip went and told Andrew. Then Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus. Jesus replied to them, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. I assure you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains by itself. But if it dies, it produces a large crop, the one who loves his life will lose it. And the one who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, he must follow me where I am. My servant also will be. If anyone serves me, the father will honor him. Now, my soul is troubled. What should I say? Father, save me from this hour? But that is why I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it and I will glorify it again. The crowd standing there heard it and said it was thunder. Others said that an angel had spoken to him. Jesus responded, The voice came, not for me, but for you. Now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be cast out. As for me, if I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw all people to myself. He said this to signify what kind of death he was about to die. Then the crowd replied to him, We have heard from the scripture that the Messiah will remain forever. So how can you say the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? Jesus answered, The light will be with you only a little longer. Walk while you have the light so the darkness doesn't overtake you. The one who walks in 
darkness, doesn't know where he's going. While you have the light, believe in the light so that you may become sons of light. Jesus said this, then went away and hid from them. Even though he had performed so many signs in their presence, they did not believe in him. But this was to fulfill the word of Isaiah, the prophet, who said, Lord, who has believed our message and who has the arm of the Lord been revealed to? This is why they were unable to believe, because Isaiah also said, He has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts so that they would not see with their eyes or understand with their hearts and be converted and I would heal them. Isaiah said these things because he saw his glory and spoke about him. Nevertheless, many did believe in him, even among the rulers. But because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him. So they would not be banned from the synagogue. For they loved praise from men more than praise from God. Then Jesus cried out, The one who believes in me believes not in me, but in him who sent me. And the one who sees me sees him who has sent me. I have come as a light into the world so that everyone who believes in me would not remain in darkness. If anyone hears my words and doesn't keep them, I do not judge him, for I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. The one who rejects me and doesn't accept My sayings has this as his judge. The word I have spoken will judge him on the last day, for I have not spoken on my own, but the Father himself who has sent me has given me a command as to what I should say and what I should speak. I know that his command is eternal life. So the things that I speak, I speak just as the Father has told me.